0: On the last episode of Dice Funk.
1: Elias' father is
0: Derta, and his mother is Sildiel. Yeah, so it's a tiefling then. Professor Chance, Kaldu University. I'm more into planar magic, uh, portals, dimensions. Been tracking the rift that I think you just came through. I mean, how much is this book worth to you? And he reaches into his coat pocket and pulls out a golden ticket for the Glitter Gold Nine.
2: It is a very small, scaly little, little lady. She's a <laughs> nixie.
0: By the way, what's your name? Cuz I didn't even ask.
2: You can call me Dora.
0: Out of character, we know she's a, a disgusting fae witch, a, okay. a green hag, and you just see like an attractive 20-year-old witch lady stirring a cauldron. Please
3: make up a code word.
2: <laughs> when you say pineapple.
0: On second thought, pineapple. The Feywild overlaps with the Prime Material Plane, but yet you have landed in the Cascades. Oops. So you are pursued through a swamp by Kuwatoa for some time. From uh, the dust and smoke of that explosion comes your savior, a frogman, <laughs> wearing a wizard robe.
2: crimes
0: everyone should listen to the last time even the players because and i think johnny and i talked about this previously in season one he was the dm but i was the editor so when i edited last time i put in things that i thought were important whether or not they were but this time i am both dm and editor so if i put something in the intro then you know it's important (laughs) This is a fun little tip that's a cool, like, little cheat, Um, but I'll break it down. We, last episode, as listeners know, we did, um we basically acted out our backstories, which was fun, but the couple plot points that came out of that were, well, we met a couple of new characters, yeah. a Nixie named Dora, and there was a tiefling named Professor Chance, both of whom acted very strangely in their own ways. We learned a little bit more about. Elias's backstory um that he wasn't really witnessed jumping into the portal except for maybe by a guard mm-hmm. we learned that the book he traded for his glitter gold ticket uh had some strange writing that he couldn't read we determined that it wasn't common elven sylvan or abyssal but we didn't determine what it was before he traded it mm-hmm. um we also found out that the witch that violet calls generica that may not actually be her name which was kind of like uh just a goof on our part, but I, I folded it into the narrative because I think it's fun. But that's basically just what he called her. It was, she never. We never actually got her name from her.
3: I don't remember any of this. But- I bet. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I See, I can't tell when Leon's joking anymore because his in-character and out-of-character persona of not caring about this show are like just melding into one.
3: I, I, it's a uh, method, you know?
1: It's a, it's a
0: singularity of apathy, you know. You're the Jared Leto of podcasts. Oh, oh is, no. Oh, jeez. No, geez. That's no I am not. That's the cruelest thing I could have said to you. That is fairly yeah. cruel, yes.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, the only other thing I can think of that was established was that unicornucopia <laughs> as Violet calls it, is the Feywild mirror of the Cascades in the Prime Material Plane, which may or may not be relevant.
2: Also, Ziggy is really buff
0: i mean ziggy before capturing violet saved her from some kuatoa yeah the literally insane fish people that's not just like a descript- fun descriptive language they are born insane for reasons you could find out with a history check perhaps no one has so far good for them <laughs> uh so before we jump right in two administrative notes real quick uh if you're not in the forums listeners or players <laughs> i don't blame you because they're terrifying in their thirstiness but uh <laughs> you are also probably missing out on some cool stuff uh forum mom Kirsten haslinger put together or i guess we're calling them super cuts but like i guess compilations of the best bits from season 1 mm. so there's like a 37 minute soundcloud file there and i admit that i listened to the whole thing and laughed my ass off at my own jokes like a total loser. It was great.
1: Uh, The uh, stone root gems is what it's called, I believe.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's a thread on the forums, which you can find a link to in the description of this episode, wherever you found it. Uh, I also tweeted it. So at Austin, Yorsky on Twitter. The other thing is shout out to artists in our community, the dragenda who was part of like an art project, which put up this mural in Norway. And I've been showing everybody pictures of it, but there is now, as part of an art installation in a city on planet Earth, uh, paintings of your characters.
2: Which is pretty cool.
4: Yeah, saw that.
2: I'm also really impressed that you pronounced it right this time. <sighs>
0: <laughs> it's going to be one of those kind of episodes. <laughs> but yeah, it's, I think it's really cool how everyone who listens to this show is way more talented than us, and I'm tr- really hoping to see how far we can get away with that.
3: Well, maybe some of us.
1: <laughs>
0: okay.
4: Thank you, Leon. <laughs>
0: I was going to say, you know, uh,
1: I, 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 art stuff, yes. Uh, I will contend that they are more no, I'll Okay,
2: good. Know. I know.
0: Yeah. So, anything you want to say before you guys get off the boat? We've been on the boat for a couple episodes now. I just want to, I don't know how long you guys are going to be on land. So, it could be one episode, it could be 50. So, if there's anything you want to say to or ask of the NPCs, that's your last chance.
4: Wow. I feel like I haven't seen you guys in like a couple weeks.
0: Nope, it's been thirty seconds in character, <laughs> which <laughs> makes that a really strange thing to say to them.
2: Um, can I pull Elias aside really quick?
0: Sure, you can. You can pull him aside.
2: Hey, mm? hey.
1: <laughs> um, uh, yes, uh, Vinny. <laughs> did uh,
2: did you you did you talk to Joan about the thing? About because like maybe we should talk to her about the thing.
1: About the thing. Um.
2: You know, the secret thing.
1: Oh, no. No, I didn't talk to her about that.
2: <laughs> should we do that? I think we should do that.
1: Why do that now when we're about to leave her on the boat?
2: True, but uh, I just feel like the longer we leave it, the the, the, the less good it is. <laughs>
1: I'm sorry. Just, just laughing. I, sorry. I don't think that it really matters one way or another, but for the time being, if it is something that makes her upset to bring up, uh, I would prefer doing that after we return and we aren't just about to leave the boat.
2: Okay, but we're, but it's going to happen.
1: Eventually, probably.
2: Okay, I will trust your opinion for now. But we're going to talk about this later.
4: Okay, while she's doing that, I want to conspire for a moment with the unicorn. <laughs> just because I feel like I'm being left out. Yo. So I'm going to wander over to Violet and say...
3: What's up, SummerSlam? <laughs> <laughs> well, I I smashed uh, an I want to say a gnome. <laughs> it was two weeks ago. You dingus. and then and then like I don't know. I like looked off into space for a bit and like remembered how I got here. And that's what's up with me, basically. What up with you, Home Slice? <sighs> Does Drop respond to being yeah, called yeah, Home Slice? Drops
4: or... like. I'm good. (laughs) I wore my nice tunic today.
3: Violet tries to do pounds with with, with Drop. She, like, holds up, like, a a hoof to fist bump and hopes that Drop understands what's happening.
0: Yeah,
4: yeah. So, uh, Drop hits it. Nice. And then a shooting star just, like, streaks (laughs) across the sky.
3: I believe it. Yeah.
1: I like how these astrological events happen when the mundane conversation happens between Drop and Violet.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's just the power of their friendship. That's right. Violet
3: nods like it ain't no thing, and then goes wanders off. Yeah.
2: Okay, so Vinny's gonna hug Ziggy, gonna hug Daddy. Hugs are happening. Vinny's good.
0: I can't believe you're appropriating Daddy culture. <laughs> That's, that joke's not gonna age well. <laughs> Austin,
4: it hasn't even been a week.
0: <laughs> it's already outdated. That, that
4: joke has aged badly.
0: <laughs> Dagnabbit.
2: Dagnabbit.
0: Alright, so, uh, you guys know where the military base is, but you've stopped off at the Monetary. The Monetary?
1: Monastery. That's...
0: Listen, I don't need your shit right <laughs> now.
1: <laughs> I'm, like,
2: really hangry, so I should- I'm sorry for any shit I do.
3: <laughs> <laughs> this is all terrible. None of this is usable. Let's just go to the thing, please.
0: Yeah, you guys pulled up like basically up to the monastery. You can get out and like trudge through like a foot of water and up onto a ledge, and you're there. So it's it's
3: beachside
4: property now.
0: Yeah. All right. Uh, unfortunately. All right. Tell me what y'all what you want, what you really really want.
4: Okay, I'm gonna gesture kind of generally to the monastery and go. I guess this is where I come from.
0: <laughs> is every is everyone impressed? It's a pretty humble monastery.
4: That's that's cool. That's
2: a cool building. It's a building, yeah.
0: There's like a main building where I imagine like prayers and training and kind of boring monk stuff happens. And then there's a smaller building next to it, which is like a dormitory. And then probably a shed where some stuff is kept, probably mostly for agricultural use.
4: So as we as we trudge through uh, the monastery, uh, Drop is just going to start like pointing out just like various trivia zones about people that he knows (laughs) who have died in certain areas. That's where Master uh, Thelazar was crushed by the cart. And uh that, that building you don't know it, but that, that building is new. It's only two years old. That's where Master Barrack was killed in the fire. Oh. Wow. That mountain over there, that's that's where Master Fruit perished. Hmm. And then uh Master Zipple uh died <laughs> in the kitchen.
1: Is that Master Zipple with three or four uh peas in it?
4: Uh, that's that's actually Master Zippel, I believe, only with two Ps. Oh, uh, oh, he, of course. he often P's. gets confused for four P Zippel. Um, <sighs> as prolific an author as uh, Zippel the Great was, I'm afraid this this is a different Zippel.
1: Mm, mm, Not right, even a right.
4: vague relation, I'm afraid.
1: Uh, it, it's it's possibly a common mistake. Uh, yeah, it's my fault.
0: Sorry to bust in on that amazing <clears throat> bit, but. <laughs> Do you recall that there is like a, a pretty much a blanket of smoke and ash and like just shitty air all around you? Um you've never seen it quite this bad. Like it's mostly been something that's on the horizon and like maybe on a bad windy day you get like a, a bit in your lungs, but like it's on you now basically and you can you can see but just not as far as you're used to.
4: Does it does it smell like anything specific?
0: That is an amazing question. How about a perception roll? <laughs>
4: perception all right so that's a 21 on a perception check
0: Elias and drop both attempt to smell perceive something they both open their various head orifices <laughs> <laughs> to detect stuff uh Elias gets a big old nose and mouth full of ash and is it's actually not great i think you're gonna have disadvantage on checks for a while all right so keep that in mind you're hacking it's your lung situation is no bueno drop you got a 21 so you actually notice that there is a different smell in the air than the last time you were here mm-hmm. you're not sure why you can't immediately grasp chromatograph mass spectrometer it but you're like that's weird that's not the way it is usually
4: okay and it's i'm not like detecting anything about it it's not like fruity with maybe like a <laughs> a hint of almond or like Maybe maybe acrid, kind of like uh, human hair that's been dissolved in a corrosive solution, yes. and then, or you know, sage.
0: <laughs> oh, damn! You caught me. It was the classic sage gambit. Yeah. <laughs> now I just I'm gonna push all my notes off the desk and into the garbage can because that's where they belong. <laughs> right. If you had recognized it, I would have let you know. Okay. You do not. All
4: right. It's just different, though.
0: Yeah, it's weird.
4: Like okay, okay. all right. If that's what we're if that's what we're going with, I guess I'll take it.
2: Vinny's gonna take her dagger and like cut off like the bottom of her tunic or shirt or whatever clothing mm-hmm. and like tie it around her nose and mouth like a little like a little mask.
0: Good idea,
4: so yeah, like physically is there like you know you say that it's on you like if if I had to like you know rub a little bit onto my fingers, what kind of consistency would it come off as?
0: We are spending a lot of time in this. I don't think any of you are ashologists.
4: <laughs> so it's, but you're okay. So what you're just saying is that it's it's ash, essentially.
0: Yeah. Okay. If if it was something like, oh, this is bone fragments or hair or like mystic powder from or sage, or sage, yeah, or parsley, rosemary, thyme, really any of the Garfunkel uh, <laughs> herbs, I I would let you know.
3: Okay. What do I roll to be an ashologist? Would that be nature? <laughs> I think
4: first you'd have to, like, roll college admissions.
2: Like, you have to go to Ash, Ash School?
4: Yeah. I mean, it doesn't strike me as something that you can just find a, a program anywhere at, like, a community college. You'd probably have to find a specialized institution, like your mm. MIT of Ash Investigations. Fair enough.
0: You guys still talking about Ash? Yes. <laughs> so
3: much!
1: <laughs> we, we've we established a new um a new degree program for students to learn all there is about Ash. Okay, yeah, let's, let's try to make some
0: progress this sode.
4: Okay, uh, so then, uh, as I'm showing everybody around um, the rest of the monastery, I'm gonna say, now, I, I suppose I haven't been here in a while, which I suppose would be a few months now at this point in time, you know, maybe half a year.
0: It was a couple of months before the adventure started, when you left the monastery, and then you guys have been on this for a while.
4: Yeah, but w- when I left, we had at least one member left, and... I don't know if she's still here
2: did you say there was like a a shed for plant stuff
4: a, ch- a chef a shed <laughs> oh a shed it's oh, hard to yeah. talk through fabric yeah we keep um um we we, we kept um a lot of uh, herbs
2: oh can we check that before we go
4: uh, of course
2: i know my herbs really well we need them
0: while lavinia goes to get I guess all twenty three flavors is my understanding. Yeah, all the all, of...
2: all the peppers, all the Dr Pepper flavors.
0: Yeah, is my understanding of the full spectrum of flavor. Uh, did the rest of you want to look around the monastery? Maybe investigation checks or?
4: Sure. Yeah. Uh, with a particular interest in, uh, in checking to see if if I can find evidence that that either Shaything is still there or you know like if anybody's been living at the monastery.
1: At least rolls fifteen while well, still coughing up a bit. I'm
4: rolling- I roll a 12 on Investigation.
0: Disadvantage there, Elias. Alright.
1: Okay. I roll an 8, in that case a natural 1. Second botch. We've had, what, 4 rolls? 5 rolls, 2 botches. This this second one is your fault for forcing disadvantage on it.
0: <laughs> mm,
1: I think it's your fault for breathing in a whole bunch of ash. Oh, shit. Uh, once again, your fault for deciding what the dice does.
2: Oh, shit.
0: I just want to say, uh... <laughs> of the rolls have been botches, and and none of them are me.
3: I've been All right, look. (laughs) Yeah. My god. Mm -hmm. I'm not doing anything. Violet's just following them.
2: I guess Violet wouldn't have any issues with the ash.
3: Violet is not interested in ash or anything. She's She's just following along and doesn't know what's going on.
2: She just wants more of that crystal.
0: All right, so Violet, are you following Elias or Drop? Drop. Or me drop leads you into the dormitory where he thinks Shaithame may be found he investigates it pretty thoroughly uh, with a 12 but doesn't find any of her personal effects obviously as monks they didn't have a lot but like clothes, tools or something, He don't, you don't find hide nor hair of her
4: any, any evidence of the kitchen had been used recently or anything?
0: you don't find any evidence of her in the dormitories but you move back into the food preparation area and it does look as though someone has been cooking, okay. there's like Dirty plates and stuff in here
3: is there any edible food
0: uh there's like old rice stuck to some of the bowls
3: okay
2: like how old
3: violet eats the rice
0: (laughs) i would say a range like there's day old two day old three day old she she just snarfs it all though yeah yeah we'll see how that iron tummy holds up yep (laughs) i do want to say not much grows in the tiger mountains because of the ash and smoke. It's kind of a, a bad place to live in general. Let's cut over to Helios, who is just kind of wandering aimlessly with his botch. uh <laughs> He wanders off into yeah some dust and ash and is just lost. Oops. Bye. Oops. We'll miss you.
2: Can I roll to see if there's anything interesting wherever the herbs are? Mm-hmm. I guess I'll roll an investigation. And I rolled an 11.
0: uh So the main part where you're looking is where the agricultural stuff are: there's seeds, buckets pliers just anything people would need just you know some building stuff because all of all of the edifices on this compound are made by the people who live here mm-hmm. but in the back there's like a closet which has like rakes and hose and stuff in it anybody want to make hoe jokes or Are we just
4: i thought we were just called that one slip i was gonna make a rake joke but
0: <clears throat> hoses and rakes back together again like they were meant to be <laughs> but with your 11 you, you open that you look around and You push some aside, and uh, all of a sudden, a hand bursts out and seizes you by the throat.
3: What the fuck? All right. We're going to do stuff now.
0: We'll cut back over to Elias, who is now wandering. Uh, You were looking for maybe signs that someone had walked by, and you turned around, and, oh, where's the monastery? It's just ash and dust everywhere around you, in every direction. It's not great.
1: All right. All right. How do I find my way back to this? he basically just sort of like takes this as a moment to be alone with his thoughts to think about what's led him to this point
2: (laughs) the mistakes he's made
1: mistakes he's made whether he'd rather be home for a moment he uh, takes out another letter from his uh, backpack dusts off kind of the, the face of the letter, which said the same thing as the prior one in terms of who was addressed to, and performs a, a Fey jump to accomplish two thing, uh, three things, actually. One is to get a moment where he can breathe some fresh air during the middle of the jump, even if it's, you know, minor. Uh, secondly, see if he can witness anything unusual about the landscape from the Feywild perspective. And three, and last but not least, throw the letter in his hand out into the Feywild Uh, Before returning back and probably landing in a heap. uh, Back, you know, about 30 feet from where he was standing. Still in the middle of the uh,
0: fog and the dust. Alright, so the first thing you accomplish is clearing out your lungs. I'm going to take away that disadvantage. So, score one for Elias. Uh, Score two is what you see. And what you see is a starry night sky. Mm -hmm. And not much else. You see some... Like twinkling lights and stuff. You think maybe it's a city in the distance. You don't know where okay. that is geographically uh, located. And three, what does that letter say? You've sent now two letters, one to your parents, kind of letting them know what the sitch is. What's this you one? You want me to reveal that? Unless there's a, unless there's any reason to keep it secret.
1: Uh, No. Uh, there's no reason to keep it secret. I just didn't have it explicitly written out in my own notes um, at the moment, but I can uh, uh, I, I have enough liner notes I can wing it at this point. It simply just sort of leads off, Dearest Mother and Father, I apologize for the circumstance of this letter, as with my prior one, but this letter is to inform you of a few things since my departure from Mithrandain. Firstly, I am still alive, at least as of the time of this writing, as you can probably infer, but things have not been as well as I assumed they would be in the Prime Material Plane. That leaves me to point two, which is that the Prime Material Plane seems to be in ...dire troubles, with a flood of inexplicable proportions... ...swallowing up islands and their inhabitants at a rapid rate... ...while a company seems to be uh, extorting citizens in order to transport them away from the islands... ...and pirates, or other sort of 'er ne'er-do-wells, are preventing people from leaving. All this leads me to conclude that there may be a need for intervention... To assist people within this realm
0: and at least secure their well being until the nature of this blood is resolved. So, the first letter was kind of a personal note on you and your journey. This one's more of a general plot synopsis. Uh. Right. Basically, the first note that was left behind when
1: he left was just basically stating, I'm sorry for leaving. I'll keep you in my thoughts, yada, yada, yada. The, The letters he's been throwing back have all been the same. And he's actually written way more than what i've just stated where he's using not only the paper in the letter but the inside of the letter itself to outline particular details about things he has seen uh people he's met and other sort of details up until heading towards spirit yeah, heading towards that island basically kind of indicating kind of what the plans is on their on his part and to outline to his parents you know hey i'm so alive i don't know how long i will
0: be Can you imagine the unabridged version of this conversation? (laughs) Violet and Drop have found evidence of someone living in the dormitory who is not Thane. What are y'all up to?
4: Oh, so we- we know that it's not Thane then?
0: You have found nothing of hers. Right. And yet, signs of life.
4: Right. Okay. I'm gonna express my concern to the unicorn and say I think there's somebody staying here, but I don't think it's anyone I know. Maybe we should be on our guard?
0: (laughs) That feels like a good smash cut (laughs) 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 to Vinny being choked in the shed. Yeah. The rest of the figure that emerges from the tool closet, as Vinny knows, not from personal experience, but from cultural osmosis, an orc. Mm Mm-hmm. Let's be clear about what we're talking about when we say orc, because I'm sure everyone has their own mm-hmm. picture of that. We're not talking about Warcraft orcs or Tolkien orcs, which all have their own rules and appearance. In Dungeons and Dragons, they started as pigmen, like literally like man body pig head. And they've kind of slowly evolved from that. But their main feature is that they have big old teeth on the bottom of each of the, their jaws. that.
4: So Warhammer 40k orcs.
0: I am not familiar enough to confirm that
4: warhammer fantasy orcs
0: <laughs> okay uh also orcs come in a wide variety of skin colors and every media and in, in D included you're the one you're dealing with now has a ashen sort of grayish color you imagine uh an evolutionary adaptation living of, of living in the tiger mountains um but not this are not the uh tolkien kind of guys or the bright green warcraft guys so i just want to make sure we all have that picture in our head kind of a piggish gray skinned thick bodied like they're strong and muscular but not in like the drop or (laughs) stab daddy way like in the people who break world records way which they you know kind of look a little heavy y'all feel me yeah
2: Mm okay
4: what kind of world records
0: you know the people who have the actual world records for like the highest lifting so like
4: so like strongman competitions you're talking about here
0: yeah yeah that kind of musculature. Guys
4: that like to roll buses with their hands.
0: <laughs> uh, except not a bus. Uh, Vinny's neck. Lavinia's whole neck and esophagus area.
4: Yeah, that's that's different from a bus.
2: Yeah. A little bit. Very small.
0: Do you have any thoughts on that, Lauren?
2: Um, Like, is he like holding me up in the air?
0: At, uh, at you pushed aside the rakes he was hiding behind. He kind of bursts out, grabs you, and like squeezes tight to keep you from shouting uh, bursts out knocking a bunch of stuff over as he emerges and he kind of gets up in your face he's a very large orc i guess you know he's a man i've just gendered him he has two large protruding tusks and when he brings his face close to yours he breaks into kind of like a grin but you notice he has no other teeth there's like maybe a couple like Broken stumps of teeth, but it looks like uh-huh. all he has left is uh, is his tusks.
3: Can I, can I ask him right now? Like, where where is this happening in relation to where like Violet and Drop are? I'm just trying to I'm just trying to get like a, a what what room is it? Yeah, like it how everything?
2: far would they have heard the clatter?
0: Yeah, first of all, no problem at all. Feel free to ask questions anytime. There are three buildings. The middle one, uh, which is where monk stuff happens, and then on each side there's a shed where Lavinia is, and on the other side is the dormitory. So you guys are literally the farthest you could be from each other. Oh. And with the ash and smoke, uh, all the buildings are still in visual distance. Mm. So not, not all that far. Okay. And no one knows where Elias is, he's literally wandered off.
3: If I roll perception and do really well, will Violet be able to tell what what what's the haps with orc guy?
0: For, for Lavinia's sake, I sure hope so.
3: <laughs> okay, alright, I'm gonna try to roll perception and basically use like friendship powers yeah to uh Fun. 12 which is which is good but not great at all
4: just because i like to follow um and i have no original thoughts of my own i'm going to do the same thing
2: oh Ooh. you guys
3: suck yeah i rolled a 12 and Johnny got a 10
0: yeah, I mean, you guys are standing in the small little kitchen area and you're like kind of standing close to each other mm. um, looking at stuff because there's not a lot of room to, manu- to maneuver. And the only thing any of you perceive is Violet feels a little bump on her side, on her flank, mm. which seems to be coming from Drop's bag at his side.
4: I hate you. Okay. And Drop is like, yeah, Tuesday nights were lit in the monastery. <laughs> mm-hmm. We used to train...
0: We got a full four hours of sleep.
4: For, like, ages. Mm Mhm. And sometimes there was a parchment reading.
3: Okay. Well, Violet is tired of the kitchen, so...
4: I don't know,
0: okay, perhaps I wasn't clear. I'm not saying Drop turned and smacked you with his bag, I'm saying you two are standing stock still, talking, Uh and you feel his bag bump against you.
3: Okay. Well, in that case, Violet looks.
0: Very, 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 very slightly swaying, as if it had just moved.
3: Violet says, "Hey, part of you is jiggling. Okay, are you jiggling on purpose, or is this involuntarily jiggling?" Drop does a quick pat down.
4: Okay, checking to see if there's something jiggling that shouldn't be. Oh my gosh!
0: When you t- when you touch your bag, it jiggles a little.
3: Look at the jiggles. I think it's I think it's in the bag. Okay, Violet. Violet takes one step back.
4: (laughs) he slowly suffocates. I'm
3: gonna look in the bag.
0: When you pop the latch on your bag, I don't know exactly how it was fastened, but you open it up, the just juicy corpse of that moss heart flings itself out and starts scrambling across the floor and back out the way you came. Uh, It is disheveled and just fucking ruined, but also possessed of a manic energy.
3: Violet says, follow that gross thing, and then she runs after it. I guess I'm gonna follow.
0: I mean, you guys can catch up to it. It is broken and stabbed, and it appears to just have been slowly reconstituting itself, Mm -hmm. and not very well. Yeah. So if you want to catch up to it, that's no problem.
3: Oh, yeah. Violet says, what are you trying to tell us, boy? (laughs) Is
2: it coming in, like, my direction?
0: No, it leaves the monastery, and if you guys are just going to follow it and watch, and it just starts, like, arcs around the monastery, and then just starts going uh, deeper into the fog and smoke and ash and oh, away from the monastery. Violet, Violet, does, Violet doesn't
3: want to go into the, the fog and ash, so so she stops short before that happens.
4: Yeah, I mean, don't split the party, right?
3: Yeah, Violet, Violet goes back, and she says, you know, on second like thought, fuck that gross thing. I don't need any more gross things. And then she goes back, back to the monastery.
0: Alright, so you guys let it get away?
2: Oh my god.
3: That seems like, that that's what Violet has decided to do. I'm not saying it's a good idea, but that seems like what she would do. I think Drop
4: would try and catch it. Alright,
3: run. Violet Just as long done. as
4: he doesn't get too <laughs> far away from the monastery. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty fast, so...
3: All right, then then we are splitting the party, but Violet is definitely going back into the monastery
4: all right as as long as it's it doesn't drag me too far away, I'm gonna try and catch it.
0: All right yeah, monks are the fastest class, so you actually have zero problem catching up to it, and you have a pretty good sense of direction, so you know just turn around and get back to the monastery, but you you run up you run up on it. What's the story wishbone?
4: um Woo! so you say it's looking pretty mangled
0: <laughs> Yeah, it's absolutely trashed and thrashed. It looks like, I mean, you have enough medical training, I believe you have a proficiency in medical training, yep. to recognize that like the wound healing process, mm-hmm. and that it has been uh, kind of healing a little bit, uh, not well, and it has taken a while, like days and days to even get it to this shambolic form.
4: Right. Uh, I don't really have anything on me that I could keep it in. So I might just, I don't know, step on it again a couple times, till it stops moving
0: uh advantage to make an attack roll.
4: Okay. Okay. The first one's a 9. Second one is also a 9.
0: I don't know. Yeah, you you try to stomp on it and you catch like a couple twigs and stuff, but it just pulls away and leaves uh part of itself behind under your foot and scurries away. And you notice the part you stomped on is no longer animate, mm-hmm. so you're definitely shredding it down, but it's scurrying away still.
4: Oh man. <sighs> All right, I don't want to leave the party. I'm going to go back to the monastery because I assume any further pursuit would probably get me a little too far away.
0: Um, like I said, it has very, very little movement speed. I'm not gonna. I'm
4: all right. Then I'm going to go stomp the crap out of it. I'm going to stomp the crap out of it. But I don't. I don't. Keeping an eye around me so that I'm not. I'm not yeah. being like uh, uh uh misled anywhere or drawn too far away from the monastery.
0: Yeah, I'm just stepping up behind the curtain just to say I'm not trying to fuck you here. I'm mm-hmm. just trying to stay true to its like its motivations.
4: Okay, all right, then I'm gonna I'm gonna continue to persist to try and you know goo it up.
0: Yeah, goo it good.
4: Do you want me to roll attack again?
0: Yes, please. All right,
4: advantage still or?
0: Yep. See, si, Senor.
4: Seven, seventeen. There we go. Yeah,
0: seventeen. You you stomp on it with a satisfying squish, and juice shoots out of both sides of it, and it twitches and twitches and then stops. Uh, Elias, can you give me a perception check?
2: Mmm, juice.
0: Mmm, juicy. Sure can. Uh, ten. Ten. Uh, you thought you heard a thud, and you looked around and you're like, oh, I guess it was nothing, and then you hear another one.
4: Does he hear after it drop go, I got it!
1: <laughs> Again!
0: Uh-huh. He does. But The problem is,
1: my location probably has sound kind of reflecting off of surfaces, so... Pinning down a specific location of where the sound is from is difficult. I'm trying to give this to you, Sketch.
3: Well, <laughs> why are you why are you like shooting yourself in the foot here? Just say I'm going to the thing.
1: I mean he's going to try to, as my point, is he's going to try to, but uh I'm fairly certain that he's not going to succeed at it. at his at this rate. Whatever.
0: I mean, if you want to roll survival, you roll survival. Survival, huh? Uh, okay. Fourteen. Yep. He's like 20 feet to your west. To
2: your west.
1: <laughs> Alright. Uh, Elise will start making his way towards
0: the sound in that case. You come across Drop scraping the moss heart back into his bag. <laughs> uh, Vinny, you're currently getting choked in a tool shed. Which has been, honestly, the entire episode for you. I'm sorry.
2: I'm, I'm just <laughs> flailing about, you know, like wiggling it.
3: Uh-huh. The, enough time has passed and Violet has moved to a different location. Can I try to detect that uh Vinny is dying again
0: yeah I mean enough time has passed that we actually do need to have another Vinny scene but if you want to give me some sort of check that isn't just perception again
3: okay how about um survival yeah okay Nah, it's 10 it's, I don't know
0: that's average enough I'm gonna say you notice that that you don't see Vinny's footprints like she hasn't come over here at all that's weird like, she was investigating the whole place with you guys.
3: Violet, Violet will basically start searching the monastery uh, for people because she doesn't like being alone.
0: Mm-hmm. So we're going to have a bit of an extended scene here with Lavinia, who has been very patient while a bunch of other stuff happened. I was just trying to gauge the time frame in which this scene could happen mm-hmm. based on when we would fu- she would be found. So we actually have a bit of time. Um, the large, terrifying, very strong orc, uh, who is now, like, up in your face, says food
2: not food not me or i guess i have to do that in like a choky voice not food no not i'm not i am not
0: <laughs> he holds the hand he's not choking you out palm up and says flavors uh,
2: i i don't i don't have any
0: flavors he shakes you
4: <laughs> <laughs> I really, I really appreciate your commitment to the verisimilitude of the scene, Lauren.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Give Tusk flavors.
2: Uh, uh, I have herbs in my bag.
0: Uh, He reaches down with that hand and roots around in your bag and pulls out just a handful of of various things, uh, including some of those weird yeah. flesh mushrooms, I think, we described in a previous one, and just jams those in his gob and starts gumming them, as I've described. He has no other teeth, really, besides his tusks, and he seems to have a a thoughtful expression as he rolls them around his palate. Let, he can't talk because his mouth is full. <laughs> let
2: me go now. Please.
0: <laughs> How is that? This is a Dumb. real,
4: this is a real sound effects heavy. It's <laughs> gross.
0: How is that sonically for you, Aurally? Did you like it?
4: That made me feel kind of damp in all the wrong places, <laughs>
0: Austin. <laughs> more, more flavors.
2: Uh, are there any left, or did you get them all?
0: <laughs> he roots around, and let me check right quick your character sheet.
2: Have a lot in there.
0: Yeah, that's the thing, right? I like to take things from you guys. Please don't
2: take things from me. I'm small.
0: <laughs> he takes out a container of your magic paint, the last one you have, and he squirts it into his mouth like cheese whiz. No!
2: Then he starts crying. Oh,
0: God. <laughs> I'm just going to keep doing that to mess with Leon now. Oh, fuck. <laughs> mm. uh, it's like, uh, Elias
1: asks Rob, did you hear those really loud. Uh, natural lip-smacking sounds off in the
0: distance there.
4: <laughs> Drop- Drop looks in his bag again at the pile of goo and goes, It's okay, it's not me.
0: Uh, the orc goes, mm, very spice. Very
1: <laughs> Much flavor, very spice. <laughs>
0: I wasn't even going for doge, you jerk! <laughs> Don't make my orc a doge!
2: No, he's a doge now.
0: Oh, no. He sets he sets you down and gingerly releases you, not at like you're free to go, but like hold on.
2: I'm sobbing. I'm literally I'm just bawling my eyes out. Oh. Like a like a full sob.
0: <laughs> Suddenly his intimidating facade uh cracks a little. He's uh n- n- no cry. <laughs> <laughs> no. Ju- <laughs> <laughs> just just won't f- Want flavors? No cry. <laughs> oh, yeah. He he starts feeling very awkward looking around, and then he kind of just awkwardly shuffles around you. And out the door, Violet, you're walking over to the shed looking for Lavinia, and suddenly you see an like a large, <laughs> burly orc burst out, and just kind of, he's like in a half run. Like, oh god, what did I do? Oh, this is weird. Oh, this is awkward. And he's just kind of like moving away from you.
3: Okay, well, if, if the orc is not coming for Violet, she has no reason to immediately attack and kill this orc. Uh, <laughs> so, but but he's look, He's basically looking for Vinny. I mean, she's she's looking for Vinny.
2: Can she hear her loud sobbing?
0: <laughs> yeah, when Violet gets closer, she can hear you crying.
3: Okay, Violet goes over and finds uh, crying Vinny.
2: Um,
3: What's wrong? What happened? Who was that thing?
2: I don't know, but he ate all my pain.
3: And your herbs. And my herbs! You want, want me to get him?
2: Get him! Get him! Get him!
3: Okay, alright! <laughs> it's on! Okay, uh, Violet is, is uh, try, is gonna try to race after, um, uh, the orc and, like, mow him down now.
2: Don't, don't kill him, just, just get him. No, it's
3: too late. You're.
2: <laughs> no, Vinny's you said... gonna yell, don't kill him, just stop him!
3: She, uh, uh, Violet did not hear that part, so. <laughs> Can I can can Violet catch up to this person based on uh, her speed and do charge, or is that not a thing? I, I don't know how far he got.
0: Yeah, okay. So Violet is very, very, very fast. Yeah, it is her only redeeming feature, <laughs> <laughs> really, as far as a character is concerned. Uh, she can catch up to him, no problem. The question is, can you find him?
3: All right, so I have to roll something to for to, to detect him.
0: So survival, uh, probably to follow his tracks. Fair enough that's the one i'll give you if you can think of other options then we can explore them
3: that makes sense all right
2: vinny's gonna run Quit! after violet but it's kind of like when a penguin runs it's
3: like <laughs> yeah with
0: a waddle he's moving 50 feet every round i think you're moving 30 so he's just gonna absolutely leave you in the fucking dust uh drop an alias i assume you're making your way back to the monastery
4: yeah yeah and I'll, I'll fill him in on chasing the goo
0: mm-hmm. so everyone's caught up plot wise Dropping and together. You see Vinny emerging, kind of lightly blubbering from a shed. In the distance, Lavinia can see Violet just absolutely tearing ass into the dust and just the, I guess, fog, really, of all the stuff in the air. And she runs on pure instinct. Like, she isn't even looking down at the tracks. She just feels it. She's one with the hunt. She feels that just that jungle energy all up in her hooves.
4: Like what chaotic good love like energy, or it's
3: it's neutral good so oh, far, neutral good,
0: <laughs> yeah. It's it's righteous stab energy,
3: <laughs> right? So, does that mean, does that mean uh, Violet can attack?
2: Please don't.
0: You have absolutely nothing stopping you from doing. You see him ahead of you, and he's like. <gasps> Just running, he's doing his best. The poor chunky guy, and you're just coming up on him.
3: Okay, then it's one d twenty plus four. <laughs> no,
2: <Right. laughs> Vinny's you, I'm so- it's, it's No, it's too late.
3: That's what—that's what literally what Vinny told to do. All right, roll,
2: I said get him, him not stab him.
0: Eighteen. You okay? I need to make a strength check against that. Yeah, let me
3: let me roll. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, yeah, let me roll my damage.
0: I should have turned my rage on, but oh well.
3: <laughs> Five, not great, but it hit.
0: Mm hmm. Here's my strength saving throw. 21. Oh, you're fine. Yeah, so you nail him in the back, but uh, you only really give him a glancing blow, and he goes like spinning off to the side, not knocked down. He's not terribly injured. You only did five damage for all your bluster. Yeah. But um, he turns and faces you. God, he is so confused to see a unicorn. I cannot even put into words the (laughs) bafflement on this dude's face. Violet says, What did you do to my friend? Tusquant flavors. Hey! You cannot catch up yet, yeah. Vinny.
2: <laughs> I'm screaming from as far as I can. Okay. Hey.
3: Okay. Um, are we are we are we rolling initiative now or what? Wait.
0: If you intend to fight this orc, then it's just going to be me and you. So there's no need for initiative.
3: Okay. Well, then, do you go next or do I or what?
2: I don't think he wants to
3: fight.
0: The orc th- throws his hands up in surrender. He is. Very unarmed.
3: Oh, oh, he's oh, he's he's not fighting back.
0: That's that is what surrender is. Yes.
3: Okay. All right. Uh, Violet says, "Kneel, kneel before me."
2: <laughs>
0: he looks around as if expecting an audience. Like he caught him on ye old candid camera, and he says, "Tusk, not kneel."
3: Oh, oh, really? <laughs> Um Bye. Yeah, all right, Viol- Violet's starting to get mad. Um mm-hmm. shit. Do I want to do this or do I not want to do this? Alright, Violet says, I'll Violet says, I'll let you live if you give back whatever you took from my friend.
0: <laughs> he looks around sheepishly, and uh as Lavinia starts to pull up, he looks, he turns and looks at her and says, Uh sorry? And like starts like putting his finger in his mouth.
2: <laughs> oh, please don't throw up! That's really gross. I'll throw up too.
3: N- no, no, <laughs> oh, no, never mind. I misunderstood what happened. So, well, you ha- then then you have to give her some of your stuff now. I feel like that's fair. Yeah, give me stuff. I am a guardian of the the, the Feywild. I think. <laughs> I'm a basic- I'm basically a cop. Uh huh. Horse
2: cop.
0: He rummages around in his pockets and pulls out uh, what appears to be a small bird skull, Aww. and uh, a pocket compass and a note written in Orc. Oh! He hands them to you.
2: Um, cool. Um, you can have these back. I give him the compass.
0: A quick flash
4: to Elias and Drop and I'm gonna have a moment here where I say, and that's when they taught me how to speak and read orcish.
1: Oh. <laughs> that's
0: very fascinating. <laughs> yeah, that, that actually is in Drop's character sheet. Yeah. He can speak orc.
1: Yeah, like, like and, and I should also put out that uh, this whole time Elias has Job like sitting on his shoulder, you know. hmm Familiar bird, burb. Yeah. You know. Can they see us
0: yet? Yeah.
3: I'd like to believe that like the second Violet drove her horn into the back of this orc like there was like a record scratch and the orc says that's me there I bet you're wondering how I got into this <laughs> 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 Great
0: so now we're gonna have a secondary backstory for the orc here. So
1: all right Violet has,
3: Violet deci- decides to let this person live.
0: He, he puts his hands down and looks around you guys are kind of just in a cloud now Like you can't see the monastery anymore, but you're all together
2: Okay I give him back the the compass and the bird skull, and I say, You can probably have this back, but I want to read it. So, can I see Drop an Elias yet?
0: Yeah, they're they're trudging up.
2: Hey! Hey! Read this note for me! I'm not want to use a spell slot!
1: Elias has Job fly out, snatch the note, and fly it back to him and drop so uh, Job can just drop the note in Drop's hands.
4: Oh man, that's such a sweet bird. What does What does the note say, Austin? Two for one ribs night. What I said? Does it say two for one ribs night? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope so.
0: I wish I would have thought of that. That's way funnier than what it says, which is simply that there will be no more payments, uh Captain Tusk. It's addressed to Captain Tusk. Or actually, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I already ca- named a character Captain. So we're gonna give him a different
4: Corporal, Com- Commodore Tusk.
0: <laughs> That's someone who has a fleet of ships. No, <laughs>
4: yeah, I don't know that.
0: Yeah. No, he's uh. Corporal Tusk.
4: Okay, Corporal Tusk.
0: The letter doesn't say who it's from. Okay. It's a, it's like a short note like that is pretty scrawled pretty hastily. It doesn't seem particularly official.
4: I, I relay this information uh, initially quietly to Elias and then realize that nobody else can hear me and then speak up a bit louder and relay the same information again.
2: Hey, dude. Hey, Tusk guy. What's that about?
0: That me. Me, Tusk. It you. It me.
2: Wow. What? What? You it? What are what what are the payments for? What what happened here? What's going on? Give us the deets.
0: Oh, uh, business people in Mykonos pay us, pay army, do do army stuff.
4: Business people, <laughs> glitter gold people.
0: Yes, oh, it seems to be
4: Sh- shiny people.
0: Yes, <laughs> shiny mainlanders. If
4: I if I speak to him in Orkish, am I getting like a little bit more talk from him?
0: Do you want to speak to him and just yeah say I say in an Orcish and then say just to distinguish it?
4: Yeah, yeah, okay. Then then uh, say in Orcish, you know,
3: whatever the glitter gold people would be—gnomes, shiny gold armor. I'd like to think that in Orkish, Tusk has this like Elizabethan accent.
0: <laughs> All right, so just fucking ruin my joke, Leon. <laughs> Literally the whole episode is building up to that reveal whatever. Oh, no, no, it's okay. It's fine <laughs> I'm not mad. I'm mad
3: <laughs> You could literally edit it out
1: um, Drop starts speaking to Orc-ish. Uh Job is gonna fly over and just sort of perch uh, himself on top of Tusk's
0: head <laughs> he, he like he goes to swat it and then sees that you're all staring at him and just kind of gently pushes it off his head
2: You have a hat now. or well, I guess not anymore
0: but when Drop starts talking to him in Orkish, she says, Oh, the, fa- the father language, the mother tongue. <laughs> pip pip cheerio. Wonderful to hear it. It's been so long since I've had a civilized conversation.
4: So then I'm just going to proceed in Orkish for the rest of this conversation here. Yeah. Uh, and say, how long have you been here?
0: Uh, I mean, I was born in the Tiger Mountains. Uh, I've been stationed here since I came of age.
4: Me too. Ask him why he ate my paint i i this was my monastery i I used to study here
0: I ate all your rice <laughs>
4: <laughs> not all of it Somebody probably should have because I doesn't look like anyone else is here nope have have you been alone for some time
0: uh I was a corporal I was the leader of the unit in this area, but i've re- recently been relieved of my command and i've uh kind of been wandering in search of food and shelter i found this monastery and i ate everything there was and now i'm at a bit of a loss
4: Mm. Hmm. what happened with your your military unit
0: i mean we were stationed up at the the base and uh the ash was getting too bad when we couldn't breathe we couldn't do anything and a lot of uh, there was a sort of rebellion of people who wanted to leave, and uh, I was challenged to a to a contest, you know, a leadership contest as is tradition. And I am ashamed eternally to admit that I was defeated and relieved of my command, as is our way.
4: Your your unit then had they left? Did they? Do you know where they've gone?
0: No, I mean they. I was exiled, so they didn't tell me where they were going but I, I assume they left i don't know maybe you could track them from there is that why you guys are here are you from are you guys from Mykonos?
4: uh n- no no we're um we're travelers as i said I, i'm i'm from here i thought that uh maybe we might be able to find uh some things or some help to uh we want to get away from the water
0: mm well this will be the last place to go under it's the highest
4: yeah about this ash it's it's been a few months since i've been here do you know where it's coming from
0: the fires have always been burning underground from the i guess the mining accidents under Mm there and it's just been getting worse and worse i don't know what the recent stuff is if it's if there's something new
4: right and I, I don't suppose you've ever seen anybody at the monastery that, I mean, no offense, looked like they belonged there.
0: <laughs> no, it was uh, abandoned when I found it. Okay. And I'd never been down this way before.
4: Hmm. Um,
3: all right. Just let me confer with my colleagues. Violet only heard a bunch of growls, so she looks at everyone and says, "This guy's dumb."
0: <laughs> it's a very guttural language. A lot of uh tone. There's a lot of nuance to the, the timbre of the voice. It's not so much f- phonetics, you know? Mm-hmm.
2: You can't just call people dumb, Violet.
1: Job flies over and uh, sits on Violet's head and pecks at her uh, horn for a moment before just settling.
2: <laughs> now you have a hat.
4: Violet allows it. So, uh, anyways, guys, that's, uh, that's what he told me. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. On his own. Which just- is... Hanging out, looking for food.
2: He's pretty strong, I know, because he, like, was choking me and stuff, so maybe he could be helpful?
4: I'm gonna reach into my explorer's pack and, and take some rations out and, and, like, pass some food to him.
0: Oh, he gobbles it down and says an orcish, like, Thank you very much, sir. I'm so famished. It's such a delight to meet a civilized person.
2: Did, did you tell that to us? Did you tell us he said that?
4: <laughs> he says thanks. It's Drop's little secret. He- he was hungry.
0: Alright, so what are you guys gonna do?
2: Guys, maybe he could help us with stuff. (laughs) And things.
0: He is holding one of his hands, like, over his shoulder onto, like, a a glancing back wound that Mila inflicted on him. He's, like, too polite to say anything.
4: Alright, I'm gonna- I'm gonna roll medicine to check and see if I can do anything about that. Mm -hmm.
2: If not, then I can.
4: 22.
0: Yeah, 22, you, you can tell that. So you just gotta put some pressure on it and it'll it'll be fine. He's not, he barely took, he took five damage.
2: Did he eat all of my herbs? Yeah. Oh.
0: Sorry, Vinny lost her herbs and her paint.
2: I'm gonna say, I could have put some herbs on that, but she ate them all, which was pretty rude.
0: Mmm, pretty tasty.
4: D- did you get a chance to investigate the drying shed? There might still be some...
2: I don't know, I was choked when I tried to look, <laughs> so I didn't get a good look. <laughs>
0: Now Vinny checked in there, and if there are, if they are of any medicinal use, she is not aware of it. All right, um, she did roll a check, but they're mostly like food stuff, because yeah. it's hard to grow stuff here. So anything you can grow it needs to be edible.
4: That's right, because I come from here. I he also <laughs>
2: ate my birthday present, but you know it's no big deal. I'm not bitter about it.
0: <laughs> Drop. You're actually aware that the name Tiger Mountains comes not from the fact that there are tigers here, because there are not, Dang. but from an orc proverb. About how it's better to be killed by a dragon because it's quick and honorable than it is to be killed by a tiger, which is slow and embarrassing.
2: And they sneak up on you.
0: Well, it's just kind of a metaphor about how living in the Tiger Mountains uh, isn't a noble thing to do. And it just kind of slowly kills you (laughs) because it's just not great.
3: Violet doesn't know that, so she says, where's the tigers?
2: Yeah, where are they? (laughs) I want to pet them.
4: I gonna sh- I gonna shake my head and say to the uh, the the uh, uh, tusk in Orcish mm-hmm. tourists. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, old bean, do you looking for perhaps uh, a guide to the the base? Or I don't really know anything else that might interest you in the area. Uh, it's mostly ash.
4: That's that's probably a, a good place to start, I suppose. We've. <laughs> We kind of have this shopping list of stuff that we're supposed to have to, like, actually stand a chance of getting out of here, so... If the base is where the action is, then... show me the money.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, if anybody knows uh, where you can find the stuff you need, it'll probably be the new leader of of the base.
4: They won't object to you necessarily being present, guiding us?
0: I mean, I was just going to take you to the base and let you guys take it from there. Are you going to try... Uh, do you want me to come with? That sounds dangerous for me. No,
4: I, you know, you can you can leave us there and, and, and come back here if you want. That's,
0: okay, I, I would like that much, very much, thank you.
4: Don't want to force you into any uncomfortable social situations.
0: Oh, you're so kind, you're so thoughtful.
4: Well, it's just that every social situation I get into is uncomfortable for me, so I I absolutely understand your desire to avoid them.
0: Yes, I can tell that you're a man of proper breeding. A gentleman, as we say.
3: Yeah.
2: Vinny's crossing her (laughs) arms and glaring at him.
0: You guys are just grunting and snorting at each other like pigs, it's amazing.
3: Yeah, Violet says, you know it's rude to talk in another language when people who can't speak it are standing right next to you, but whatever, I'm just a fucking unicorn. Um, <laughs> so... He's... he's a little more comfortable with
4: the orcish language, it's a little more... he, he has a higher command of it. Fine. Then
2: he's gonna rub her throat, really obviously.
0: Oh. He looks a bit sheepish, like he's not used to uh, like feeling anything in terms of like his violence. Like usually, when he fights something, it dies and then he eats it. So like, then having to deal with emotional consequences is like clearly squicking him out.
3: Violet feels pretty good about what she did. <sighs> nice. So he
4: he's offered to lead us to um the the base of uh-huh. the military outfit that he was in charge of that. I, they might know what's going on a little bit more here if, you know, we want stuff.
0: If you're looking for access to any of the Glitter Gold documents or any of the uh, supplies or any really anything, I've been relieved of everything. Okay. You ready to go?
2: I guess so. Okay. Well, this guy.
0: <laughs> huh?
2: This guy. Yeah, with this guy.
0: This guy. This guy. This guy. No. He leads you. Deeper and deeper into the ashen fog. And
4: deeper and deeper, you mean upwards, right?
0: Yes, essentially, is you guys are going up a bit. Um, it's not like immediately. Oh, there's a cliff. Let's scale it. But yeah, the elevation is rising. Um, these aren't like world record high mountains. It's just a, like a range of like decent sized ones. And as you get deeper and deeper in, the f- the ash gets worse and worse. Can everyone make Constitution saving throws?
2: I just want to point out that I am wearing a thingy still.
0: All right, so then I'll give you advantage, Lavinia.
4: <laughs> oh, ouch! Oh four, no!
2: Three and oh, a twelve. Ouch! <laughs> twelve.
0: Seventeen.
3: I crit failed it. I crit failed it.
0: How? What is the math on having four botches out of like eight rolls in a single session?
4: Improbable.
0: Yeah, highly. I rolled eight. I rolled eight ones in a roll in, in, in a row in one session a while ago. Uh, Lavinia and Elias are fine, which is a relief to both of them who have had breathing problems all throughout this episode. <laughs> it was actually pointed out to me that there's kind of an asphyxia theme in this one between the drowning uh, of the way- the water, of the, the strangling vines. There's- that was not intentional, but there's a lot of that going on.
4: Well, it may not be intentional, but it might be telling, Austin.
0: <laughs> uh, Violet and Drop just can't.
4: It's snotting everywhere
0: Yeah, they're hacking up along You guys are going to get a disadvantage on stuff Going forward until you get some Fresh air, Uh, maybe write that on your Sheet somewhere Um, But there's not much conversation on this walk Usually I use kind of inner party chatter To fill travel scenes, but like No one wants to talk, it's just a miserable March you guys are doing
3: Violet's equipment now says ash (laughs) But that's like inside of
4: her So will that be disadvantage on everything, Austin? Just to clarify
0: yeah, for the foreseeable future, except perhaps for uh, intelligent stuff. If you're just thinking, maybe you'll yeah. be fine.
4: Yeah. Okay. So maybe wisdom as well, then?
0: Uh, well, we'll see, because perception, okay. you have to look around, you have to smell. Like, that's going to be kind of a difficult... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll cross those bridges. You
2: got it. Can I cut off more of my thing to give them masks to kind of quell the damage?
0: That train has kind of sailed. They're already fucked, okay. Good to that know. That ship has left the station a bit the train has left the harbor yes
1: it's okay uh
0: yeah so after just kind of a miserable march you guys in the distance see a much bigger building than you were expecting to find um orcs aren't known for their architecture you assume that they had got some assistance in building this not to be racist it's a very nice building uh kind of large and nestled against a mountainside so you assume it goes like deeper into it maybe mm-hmm. and there's like proper fortifications like um a fence with like uh defensive like sharpened poles and stuff like if someone tried to attack this they would be pretty screwed yeah. and it's also close enough to the shore like you guys didn't go on the kind of death march you did in the ragged wood like this is like if they needed to deploy to a naval situation they actually could get there pretty quick it's only a couple hours maybe so this is like a really prime choice piece of real estate and they have done a pretty pretty amazing job of uh setting this up this looks like something that you would understand not wanting to abandon but it is hella abandoned
2: wow this is some primo shit why is it so abandoned uh
0: he says me no want leave guy take everyone
2: guy what guy
0: guy new orc leader
2: new guy oh he sounds like a butt
0: yes guy's butt
3: (laughs) <laughs> does does guy have a name, or should we just call him Butt? No, Guy.
2: Oh, like his name is Guy, like 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 as his name,
3: like the Street Fighter character,
2: like like Guy Fieri.
0: Holy shit! I didn't even think of that. <laughs> <laughs> that has totally changed my entire mental image of this upcoming character, and it's doing so much for me right <laughs> You're gonna
4: now. Take it might also explain why Tusk is so fascinated with he Flavortown.
2: He's going to take Flavortown!
0: <laughs> let me rewrite this. Guy used to be the chef. Oh, jeez. But then he got fed up with Tusk and took over, but he was the chef. Hold on, let me write this down. So
2: he, he was going to take us to Flavortown.
0: He's going to take you to Flavortown. I'm fully erect right now, guys. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, we we got a title for the next episode now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah um you're outside the base there's no one there
2: well this is spooky
0: it actually is kind of spooky you're in the shadow of a mountain you can't see more than 15 feet in front of your face two of you are choking there's a terrifying muscular pig man who just tried to strangle you and you guys are standing outside
4: well I'm gonna I'm gonna ask tuck tusk I'm gonna say are you are you coming inside with us or shall we part ways here
0: hmm
2: you do owe me for the paint
0: uh it up do you?
4: Bring him. He's large.
0: <laughs> no one here, so doesn't really matter.
4: All right. Well, um, why don't you come in with us? And if you have to leave suddenly, that's cool.
0: You guys enter. Um, You notice there aren't like any. It doesn't seem like people left in a hurry. Like they took their shit. There's not like weapons and stuff laying around. There's like an entrance area. There's like there's like a reception and stuff. There's like a fence or two you have to climb. Mm-hmm. But it's like it's not a huge ordeal because presumably all this stuff would be manned in a more ideal situation. Right. But you you guys do eventually work yourself into the main building, which is like large stone, really nice, uh, well made. It's it's a good it's good stuff. Um, we're winding down here. Are you guys just want to roll maybe something to look around to try to find investigation? Yeah. Everyone want to make investigation? Is that how we're gonna end this episode? I rolled thirteen. Yeah, sure.
3: sure. I have disadvantage to that, but I'll I'll do it anyway. Uh, well, it, I have negative two to investigation in the first place. On disadvantage, I
4: got eleven.
1: <laughs> well, is that a botch yet? Yeah. Hold on. It is. <laughs> oh. It's
4: a botch now.
3: It's negative- it, It's I wrote another crit fail uh, because of disadvantage, and it's at negative one. So it's like, almost supernaturally bad.
0: How? How has there been this many botches? Is there a mathematician listening to this? Send me the numbers on this. Roll twenty might be haunted. It's not that unusual. To be loved by anyone?
1: Yes, and also to roll <laughs> ones because it's a five percent chance on any particular dice configuration coming up at any given time. So,
0: look at me, I'm sketch. My brain's big. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what do we see?
0: All right, you guys split up. Uh, everyone in the party rolled a- slightly above average, so you guys are like sorting through except papers, Violet. except for Violet. <laughs>
3: What happens to Violet? Does she just go blind or what?
0: <laughs> Our sweet rainbow candy horse, who just wanders the deepest in, she basically just goes straight because she doesn't think to do otherwise cool. into the rearest of the the complex, and she finds a door mm-hmm. uh, that appears to go out the other side. Which, as I said, is kind of strange because it, this is like built into the side of a side of a mountain. Mm-hmm. You notice that the door knob is lying on the ground in front of it and you're like that's weird but you push through because you rolled a negative one yeah why not and in the other side you see a cave system like there's an opening to a cave because now you're inside the mountain and there are torches on the wall so it's pretty well illuminated but in the center of the room in the center of this cave kind of opening area there is uh there's a thing (laughs) floating in the middle of the room it's a large orb it's kind of a sickly green color. It's about the size of a person. It's off the ground. It has a strange scaly texture. And before you really can investigate any further, say anything, do anything, it bifurcates in the front. It's like slits open. Mm. And the two halves kind of peel back to reveal a large eye. And then under that, a mouth opens up a mouth full of just steak knife teeth and then from around it four wiry appendages wrap around uh to look at you because they are all tipped with eyeballs oh shit Mm. quick recap (laughs) you found a cave that's attached to the back of this military base in this cave there is a giant floating eyeball
2: with extra eyeballs
0: yeah with tentacles with eyeballs and it just has the most fucked up grill just these terrifying teeth and it's just a slimy tongue lolls out of its mouth
4: and yet mm-hmm. and yet mm-hmm. the people who succeeded on the investigation roll have found nothing
0: uh the people who did well are protected
3: <laughs> that that makes more sense i have a question yeah um like violet is out of the ash place is is her disadvantage done now since she already botched her disadvantage roll
0: no, it's not done. In fact, God you're like, you, when you see it, you're like, whoa, that's, oh, hold on. And then you try to like shake your head to maybe jostle some ash loose, and it does nothing. You, it's a f- real shame you don't have hands, or you maybe could brush your eyes. Okay. But the thing looks at you, and then one of its eyes lights up and shoots a beam at you.
3: Let's do it. Let's hit it. me.
0: As always, I'd like to thank Overclocked Remix for our theme music, including both Thunderstruck, an arrangement of Windmill Hut from The Legend of Zelda, and Dream Eater Mix, an arrangement of Lavender Town's theme from Pokemon. Executive Producers for the month of September 2016 are Joseph Timbrello, Extellaris, Jade, Kirsten Haslinger, The Cult of Gorfinax, Tarka, Allison Ansel, King Waza, Luke Powers, Michael Goodell, Wayne Whitsky, Brent, Radley, Ingmar Gremmen, David Page, The Black Fedora, Mirren Bati, Trenton, Melanie Joe, Lana Seawolf, Toby Gleason Stack, Ruby Offer, Matthew Weber, Paul Mullen, Sarah Hanley, Zenith Will Rule, Melissa Booker, Cameron Abbas, Ariel Badge Release, Dylan, Gary Seon, Exley, Anna Stuhlfahrer, Dash on the Rage Monster, Giorgio Renna, Harrison Andrew, Christopher Charlotte, Jorrit, Vigor Arnston, Cody Jackson, August Rue, and Taylor Hoyt. If you want to support the show directly, you can find me at patreon.com slash You can find Leon at patreon.com Renegade renegadecut, and you can find a link to Lauren's Etsy shop in her Twitter profile. If you can't help out directly, you can always find us on iTunes, Podbean, or Google Play, and rate, review, subscribe, or comment. Every little bit of attention and positive energy helps.
4: Il est en train de
0: disparaître, il se passe mis à la mort, il se passe à la mort, il se